All right, welcome to Thought Talk Live. We're all here in person. We're at the same WeWork, but we, we're not recording in the same room because we don't have the right setup for recording all in person. This is like the seventh time we've done this intro. Yeah. Um, so this is the, the recording semi-live Thought Talk. Um, all dispersed throughout the WeWork. Me and CHG are in rooms we're not supposed to be in, so maybe we'll be kicked out mid-pod. So if you're watching, you'll be in for a treat. But how is everyone? I know how everyone is, but tell the people how we are. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. I'm a little burned out from the metal bar last night, but other than that, I'm ready to go. I'm probably more hyped up from the metal bar last night. Um, Frigian and I went to like a very, very technical math-based, dare I say, uh, event. So the metal bar was a good break. Yeah. It's good being in person. It's so fun. Yeah, being in person is is kind of goaded. Um, don't want to feed into like the... <laughs> Everyone back to the office meme, but um, it's definitely good to all be together and in person. When you work at a like startup like Tally, it really is valuable to just be like asking someone something real quick in person. I also am a huge fan of remote work, so I just want to be clear that you know I'm not moving to New York City. If you're listening, Denison, but uh, yeah, working in person is dope for real, for real. agree. 100% agree. Um, We're here for Mainnet, NYC Mainnet. Um, We haven't really, we've got used, you mentioned you went to one event, but a lot of the events kick off today. Um, We have our big tally event tomorrow with Uniswap Foundation. If you're listening to this, it already happened. So I'm sorry, we're recording this on a Wednesday. Um, If you're really surprised you you didn't go with it's too late there (laughs) instead of it already happened. It's too late. Go back in time and fly to New York and come to our event. If you did come to our event, thank you. It went great. No one got hurt. It was a great event. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you for coming. But yeah, we're looking forward to that. That's tomorrow. We're recording this early in the week. We're probably going to be recording a founders edition of Dow Talk with the founders of Tally, Raf, and Denison the day this comes out. So look forward to that in the future. But yeah, a lot of events coming up in the couple, next couple of days. A lot of DAO connections, DAO meetings, DAO networking. So we'll have a lot of updates next week's episode of DAO Talk to keep everyone in the loop if you weren't able to make it out to New York this week. But um, today, which I think this came out today, did come out today, around 11.56 a.m., about four or five hours ago, a article in Forbes titled Web3's New Platforms, and it covers primarily boys club who we love on the show along with pool suite and zine which is a subsidiary of zora um pretty cool to see i guess one dao pool suite's kind of now not really but a lot of dao adjacent um or friends of the dao talk program um businesses and projects get highlighted in forbes it's really 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 cool. And if I'm going to pick any three or three to five projects, like these three are going to be in there. If I'm, I'm wanting to, you know, have them highlighted or, you know, put in the mainstream. So pretty cool to see. I don't know if you two had a chance to like dive deeper into it, but um, I know we've talked this week, like since boys club's gone pro like full time, like as we always know, knew they should like uh, they've kind of started to take it to the next level. So I'm excited to see what they do. I feel like, feel like I'm like, I'm always in a staring contest with CHG. She's like, no, who's going to go first. Um, so 
I really like this consumer crypto niche that Boys Club is kind of carving out along with some other great projects. Um, I think, yeah, it's like not really my personal area of expertise, but like I really dig it and kind of believe in the vision. Um, this idea of like creating consumer experiences that interact with the blockchain, I think is very real. Um, I think it's something that's going to kind of like lead the way uh, in, into the next phase of the space. And yeah, it's nice that like all of the people behind all those projects are really solid. You know, it's not like an article about like BitBoy or like, do you see how they launched that like crypto version of Shark Tank and all the judges are just like horrific scammers, you know, <laughs> it's nice to see some like good pub from people who are doing like creating really great products and experiences. So shout out. Yeah, I remember like going to ETH Denver a few years ago and seeing Boys Club and thinking like their party was fun and their vibe is cool and their Twitter is funny, but it's really cool to see it like actually form into something that's pro that we've seen them build along the way and also something that makes so much sense like consumer crypto, um, which is not to, I know the onboarding the next billion users is like a meme now, but dare I say... (laughs) I mean, yeah, I think the the key to Boys Club is like, yeah, we talk about the vibes and the coolness and they're kind of, they have their finger on the pulse of like, you know, modern culture. But I think what makes them stand apart from everyone else, not just from like a cultural, like they're kind of in that cultural consumer crypto niche, but also they're like elite operators in their respective industries um, or niches in the space. Like I just think of like Parker, Dina, Tasha, like they're all like just elite level operators and everything they do along with everyone else that's part of boys club. Um, so I think like it's on the surface, it's kind of easy to, to see the value add that they, they provide. But if you look a little bit deeper and I think we're starting to see that as they've gone full time, um, they're extremely talented and that's, those are the type of people we need leading the way. Um, not only people that are extremely talented, but people who know how to communicate, create narratives, create art, create things that people actually want to buy. Um, I mean, you think about like their merch, but like the the demand for their merch is just kind of the tip of the iceberg when it comes for like from like you know they're not a merch company, and like that demand for their merch is not it's, it's, the merch is sick, but it's coming from the fact that they've built something that people want to be a part of and people understand. Um, and like you mentioned, she like the cliche on board the next billion users, but it's projects like this, like pool suite, like Zora um, that are building on the crypto rails that we know and love, but are um, making something that's not about the crypto movement per se. It's about being a part of something, feeling connected, providing value and connection, um, which I think is ultimately what we live for not to get too like philosophical, but um, yeah. Sweet. Christian's laughing at me. If you're not watching. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Um, some news from Entree Proposal World. There's a proposal from Arbitrum. It's an AIP building the future of NFTs, the rebel protocol, integrating with Arbitrum. Pretty standard here. Um, yeah, I don't know if we have anything to say about this, but other than that, like Arbitrum security council election is happening right now it should be over by the time this goes live i think it is over on thursday the 22nd started on the 15th seven days um so look out for that that's just round one um round two will start i I believe a week after if i'm not mistaken or there's i know there's time between for a compliance check um but 
first ever Security Council election, knock on wood, has gone without any problems um, running on tally. So we'll see how that goes in the coming days. Um, any like, not that it's not a post mortem yet, but in mortems, like kind of implying it went bad, but any debrief or thoughts during the Security Council election from either of you two? I think the first round maybe has been like a little bit short um, or I think there's an opportunity to do more uh, to like uh, promote the first round. Cause there's really only seven days to both nominate yourself and get people to vote for you. Um, so I think that's something we can take as a learning on our side and tally also. But uh, I also like, as of the time of this recording, there's like a day, day and a half until, uh, until the, until this first round of nomination ends. And I do expect to see like a huge push basically <laughs> of tons of people registering and getting nominated. Um, but yeah, I think the first round probably could have used a little more time, um, but overall progressing well. We were just comparing it to regular political elections of like people having to lobby and that's a like a job in and of itself, right? So the registration at the same time as nomination is probably not ideal. Um, all right, we lost Frisian. Frisian's having Frisian mic issues um, because he's a fucking boomer and he doesn't know how to use technology. But um, yeah, Security Council, we'll have a lot more information on that going forward. Um, if you're watching, you can see the uh, people who have been nominated so far. You need 4.7 million um, arbitrary votes delegated to or voted, not delegated, voted or given to you towards your vote count in order to reach round two. And then round two is where um, you can get actually elected to the council, which is a, a pretty, pretty sweet gig if you, if you're not familiar with it. Um, so we'll, we'll see that, how that goes moving forward. We have a, an article from Contigo this week that dives a little bit deeper uh, into the um, approach of the security council, why it exists, what it aims to do. It's called a new approach to reward Dow delegates Delegation is something we always talk about. Um, it can be quite boring at times. Um, we did a whole week on it. Um, delegation week. If you weren't with us, then we'll put some links to some of the resources we've talked about with delegation. We've kind of talked about everything when it comes to DAO delegation, decentralized delegation. Um, but this is a, a forward looking approach to, um, something that may stick moving forward, um, in the Arbitrum Security Council. And maybe we'll start to see other DAOs, other organizations implement, um, the Security Council approach, but a great article from Rika Goldberg from Content Guild. So we'll put that in the, in the show notes below and we can go check that out. Um, anything else before we move on to optimism? I'll just say, I think it's important to point out that like security councils aren't so vastly different from like delegation systems, even though it's obviously not the same mechanism. It's like, you're still bearing a great degree of responsibility for the improvement and protection of the protocol. Uh, so I think this like Rika's article about a new approach to reward Dow delegates that touches on um, security councils is really interesting. I predicted like, you know, beginning of this year that, uh, like how we're going to pay Dow delegates was going to be one of the, like the hot topics, which whether that's sure or not, I don't know yet, but, um, this like security council where it's like they're salaried members of the Dow that have this, um, responsibility could also eventually be expanded to, um, delegates. I mean, we know that maker pays their delegates. Um, so something similar to that could be the future, which is interesting to see how it plays out, 
um, and incentivizes people to run as um, security council members, as it probably will for delegates too. Well said, well said. All right, moving on to optimism. Applications for retro public goods funding round number three are open. In this round, 30 million OP will be allocated to builders, artists, creators, and educators who have demonstrated their impact in building the Optimism Collective. Sign up now. Frisian, thoughts on retro PGF round three for optimism, why people should care, why people should apply, what it means for the DAO ecosystem over the coming months. Yeah, this is crazy. 30 million OP is a lot. Um, the last round that they did, uh, round two of retro PGF, there are some like people who, you know, were rewarded really well for the work that they do in the ecosystem. So definitely if you've been building in crypto, building through the bear, um, and you know, what you're doing is contributing to the community and, and in particular to the optimism collective, I would definitely encourage you to register. Tally's definitely going to register. We've been working on this. Uh, research proposal for how superchain governance is going to work. Um, but yeah, definitely encourage anyone and everyone who works uh, can, and, and contributes to the Optimism Collective to register because I think this is going to be like a very needed source of funding for folks across the ecosystem right now. What do you think of on the whole of like retro PGF versus regular PGF? Optimism's models interesting. And like we said last week, will probably continue being used more and more. Um, but it is like a somewhat of a barrier to entry, I guess, compared to some systems will give you a grant, even like nouns where you propose something, they give you a grant and then you do it. Um, but this is like, yeah, definitely bigger barrier to think of like me as an individual trying to build something on optimism and like bootstrap it and then hope for retro PGF is sort of hard to stomach. Um, so like obviously a bunch of teams have somewhat of backers and easier bootstrap, but like, how do you think that this, scales i guess well one thing that's important to keep note is keep note of is that retro pgf is only one of the sources of funding in the optimism collective so they also give out you know standard more standard grants um they have these mission proposals uh that you can apply for so there are a lot of ways to get funding um i think retro pgf is kind of intended as like a um a way to try to uh, like another way an important way for optimism to try to align funding to who is contributing like i guess the most to like the the ecosystem as a whole um so yeah i i think you know we'll see um i think it's a good experiment though um and definitely like uh yeah it probably just rewards like different projects in some ways or like different work than what you would see from a typical grant system yeah, I do like that it's so um, merit-based, I guess, because so many places that people will complain, you know, which may be unfairly, but also some like very fair, clear examples of when people get funding and then don't really do what they said they were going to do or don't do it to the degree that they said they were going to do. So the retro PGF is really cool in that aspect, because if you do something, then you prove you're, you deserve the funding, um, which is probably a lot more fair. Um, if it plays out the way it should. Some other news, some crazy news. I feel like Nouns forks every other week, but um, Nouns forked or is forking. There is a, oh, we, 
he lost version for a second. Oh, we lost him again. Um, Nouns forked, and they are live on tally. CSG wrote a newsletter about it this week. So if you want to just read about it, go check out the tally newsletter, number 114. CSG, any um, high-level thoughts around uh, the Nouns fork um, in your time, you know, diving into it today? Because I know you wrote it today. Yeah, some. It's crazy. I mean, I even wrote, I wrote the, like, the, a like explanatory a- newsletter, I guess, on the Nouns Fork a few months ago. Um, that was mostly negative. was saying, like, this is probably going to screw over the ecosystem pretty badly. But now I think my opinion is somewhat more neutral. I read um, Jacob's, like, big uh, article that was, you know, somewhat influential to this week's newsletter. But it's saying that... Um, I thought it was interesting. It was like, we make a big deal of fork um, and like, this could destroy the nouns ecosystem. This could damage the book value of nouns beyond repair. But Jacob's point was that this, um, like a lot of the, like things that make up a fork. um, So, okay. So maybe it's just formalizing things that already exist, I guess is the point. So forks and DAOs are often implicit because anyone can actually just redeploy in open source code, right? So nouns making forks like an explicit feature where you just can click a button and then you've joined this fork is not doing something that's that revolutionary. Like it is possible. So maybe we shouldn't place so much emphasis on this. Like this is crazy. This could destroy nouns where it's really like, well, it could could of or could destroy another um, governance that has like an open source code where you could do a similar, even if not exactly the same thing. People have very different views of nouns. Like if you take a purely economic view, the fork does seem like it would fork away a lot of the value. But I think there's a lot of people in the nouns ecosystem who don't really think about it that way, right? They're more thinking about how to proliferate the meme and attract more and more developers and creatives into nouns. And they also just think of it as an experiment, right? So I think it depends a lot on your perspective. Yeah. And, and then you could even make the argument like in the near term, if you're, I mean, if you're extremely short-sighted in terms of like the value of nouns, which I don't think most people are, which is what is happening. You could be like, Oh yeah. Like, or we might lose a lot of the funds in the treasury, which is, very concretely lowering the value or diminishing the value of nouns. But if you follow that line of thinking at first, you just mentioned where, okay, now we're going to attract more creatives, attract more operators, attract more builders into the ecosystem. Like I've seen a lot of people tweeting, like this is the first time they've ever like genuinely been able to consider the opportunity to join the nouns ecosystem, myself included, right? Like on a, on a long enough time horizon, like that's going to, exponentially increase the value of nouns theoretically if you're able to do that right um and like you said i think it all just comes down to like it's just a massive experiment so we're gonna see what happens but um yeah i definitely have more of a i want to say positive or negative but more of a open mind to the idea of like forks in general i saw like an interesting piece of art on zora today that was like a graph and one was a circle a big circle each of the big circles is a, a large business and there's one little there's a small circle inside and one of them is means it's acquired so like it's a startup that gets acquired and it joins the big organization or you have the big circle of this organization and the small circle outside of it and it's like a fork right it's just it's diff- it's a different organizational structure um 
each one has its own challenges, right? Um, and each one has its own pros, its pros and cons to both. So interesting. Anything else before we move on to some of the, the quick bites from the week that was so far of Dow Talk in person? I'm ready for some quick bites. I'm just like kind of hungry too. I, I had this <laughs> bagel that I thought was going to get me through the day, but I'm, I'm, I'm fading fast. Yeah. Frisian's been grinding in the corner that we work all day. Um, another, there, there's a couple other forks, but Florida, I don't know if you're familiar. I'm pretty familiar with it because I used to be an NFT degenerate. There, there's a partial fork, um, similar to the now's rage quit. And they voted to liquidate 100% of the treasury to USDC, which um, it's only a snapshot proposal right now. So I hesitate to even call it a DAO, but it's called Florida. Um, but the multi-sig signers would agree to liquidate their holdings, which is, it's well over a million dollars. Um, and then they have like over a million dollars in punks, a couple of squiggles, some ladies. Um, and, then the, and then the users would be able to redeem their Florida tokens for you know a part of the treasury. Um, so we'll watch that, see how that goes. And then we mentioned it earlier, but we went to this pretty sick metal bar last night. Uh, it was a good time. I'm sure there'll be more tales of the week. So make sure you follow us on Dot Talk Pod on Twitter um, to see our tales, our adventures of Dow Talk and the GTM team the GTM. in Brooklyn. The week has just began for me. I About this picture, I think I'd be so curious to know if anyone has been to like a karaoke bar that also has music playing and it's in the same room. And like we, it was metal for us, like both the karaoke and the music, but I'm just curious in general, like even like regular pop songs, karaoke metal and many other things going on in one room. It was pretty lit to be honest. Yeah, it was a good time. I'm a metalhead, So I enjoyed it. Not everyone's going to like it. Your mom's probably not going to like it. Unless you have a fucking sick mom who loves metal scream out, but um, it was a good time. Shout out if you have a oh, sick mom. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, one time uh, I said something in Slack and I was like, oh, Frisian, you killed that. And Dennison was like, what do, you, what do you mean? You killed what? This made me think of it like, if you have a sick mom, I don't mean literally like sick. I mean, like, you know, Zoom or slang sick, whatever. I'm going on a rant. Homonyms. Um, Homonyms. We'll be creating more content this week, um, for sure. Um, yeah, I guess like Dow Talk Weekly is kind of our way to like meet each week, create content around the ecosystem. Like it makes a lot of sense when it sense when it's remote, but when we're all together, like there's so many more opportunities to make like just quick little content around um, what's happening in the ecosystem. So it feels way more plugged in. So yeah, still not moving to New York City, but it's been a good time. Any closing thoughts? It's early in the week. It feels weird recording. No, no, it's no, going to no, be good. No. It's going to be good. I'm st- I'm ready for this governance party. Everyone's going to be there, you know. On Chain City. Should be good. Hell yeah. It's going to be a good time. All right. Well, we'll see you next week for a more traditional episode. I mean, this is still pretty good um, for being in person and, you know, doing it together. But we're going to go vibe in New York. Peace. Peace.